Good morning, greetings, and bless the Lord, saints of God. Welcome to Triple C Podcast, another episode this Sunday, the 10th of September, 2023. Let's open with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to read your word, to study your word, to repeat your word. Dear God, it is my prayer, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength and my redeemer, and that every podcast listener, Father God, current and future, be blessed by the word of God. May you, God, be glorified. May we, the people of God, be edified. As I often ask, may the devil be horrified because we haven't quit. Bless now this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, literally, greetings in divine love this morning. Let's go ahead and get started. Jump right into the word of God. Uh, God, literally, this is hot off the wire, people of God. First John, 1 John chapter 5, starting at verse 4. I'm going to read through verse 11. God gave me a few things, and we're going to let the Lord have his way. And I hope this will be an encouragement, a reminder, refresher, or something that will cause you to just know that God is God. So out of 1 John chapter 5, starting at verse 4, and it reads, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear record, that bear witness, excuse me, in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. He that believeth not God have made him a liar. Because he believeth not the record that God gave his Son. And I'll ask before today. And this is the record that God have given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. God gave me a title, and I had a flurry of different things moving through my spirit early this morning. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you never, you know, I never know what you would have me say unto your people and the believers, dear God. But I understand it's got to first speak to me. The title of this Sunday's podcast is in the form of a question. Victim or victor? Which one are you? Victim or victor, which one are you? John is our author. He's speaking to us, the people of God. I can go back 2,000 years, but it's pertinent. It's valid. It's real. I, I realize some things. In life, we continuously are in a grind. You've heard me use the word, I'm always striving to be on my grind. Well, that grind can be described as many different things. But in this world, we are always associated with something. 
the enemy, you think I'm not going to say it? Yes, I'm going to say it again today. John chapter 10, verse number 10. There is a thief, people of God. His whole mission is not only to just steal, to kill, and to destroy. His goal is to separate you from any belief that God is your God and that God is real. If you're not careful, it's easy to become distracted by the dictates of life. Life, as I said, oftentimes could suck, but God is good. Now, many would say, well, God is good all the time. Well, God is good all the time. But as I've said through the podcast, God has never promised in his word because whenever you accepted Jesus Christ and prayerfully you have, if not today, you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But in that acceptance, in that confession, profession, confession, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you saved by your spirit, you saved by faith, not by your works. He never promised that because of that conversion, you're never going to have a difficult week day, W-E-A-K day. I believe I've got some witnesses in the house. He's never said that because you accept my son, that you ain't never got to worry about having tear for days. I don't believe that God has ever said because you're now a Christian under the umbrella of Christendom, you're exempt from ever, ever having uh, more month than money. I don't believe that God has ever said because you've accepted Jesus Christ, everybody going to love everything about you. I don't believe it to be true. I, I do believe that God says that they persecuted Jesus and because of your belief, you too will be persecuted. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. So I look at where we are, and here it is. I oftentimes ask myself in the course of my day, and Tanya could testify. We, on occasion, looking back over my military life, there were some things and times and people, and she will testify this as a truth I believe under oath. There were some people that just hated me that didn't even know me. We witnessed it, and I, I wondered, what did I do to these people, I've always tried to just be me. And I'm pretty sure I'm speaking to the choir here. You've always just tried to be you. Now, granted, unfortunately, there are many in life today don't quite know who they are yet. Many wonder what's their purpose in life. What's their calling of God? What's their anointing? Uh, God has deposited in Jesus Christ all the fullness of the Godhead, which if you are a believer, it resides in you. It can manifest from you if you don't quench it. Maybe you're one of those ones who's talking yourself out of a miracle. Maybe you're one of those ones who's a negative uh, Norman, a negative Nancy, a negative Naomi. Maybe that's you. you use, I use the, the ends in, in that regard. Maybe you're a doubting Thomas. Maybe you're one of those ones who just have a problem seeing God bringing you through the midst of your mess. Maybe you've allowed all the voices that surround you, spiritual Peter, to cause you to be distracted. That every time God bids you to come, as soon as you start to come, you stumble and you fall and you don't get back up. As Don McClurkin said in the song, you get back up seven times and you keep trying. 
Maybe you've given up on God. Maybe you're one of those that went to church early on in your life and had a horrible church experience and you've been mad at God ever since. Maybe you ran up against one of them foul mouth preachers, one of them dirty deacons, one of them uh, desperate uh, deaconesses that done had some things. And maybe you've had an experience where you was in the choir and the choir wasn't even real. They was all a bunch of hypocrites, but they could sing. Maybe you've had an experience where you went to one of them conferences and they told you to sow $39.39 and in 39 days your miracle will come and manifest. Maybe you've been and you've been testified to. I don't know. But what I'm trying to tell you is you've got to look beyond some of the things that the world has propagated and put before you and get to this truth. I do believe I've got some biblical Bible believing witnesses. God said that and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What does that mean? That means when you learn who God is, and I believe this passage of scripture should clarify who the record is. I believe today's passage should give you excitement to let you know that you have an opportunity like no other. Amen. So let me go on. There's a few things that God gave me and I'm going to share this with you. And I hope that God will light a fire under your feet, not to try to become a millionaire, not to have the three P's position, prestige and power, maybe not to be the one who's always seen and looked to as the one who is everything. Sometimes folk that are more powerful that don't say nothing. There are some people who are consistently walking with God and you've never heard a word from them. Maybe everybody don't have the gift of gay. Everybody don't talk like me. Not asking you to, but you got to understand, you got to get to know who you are. I've always said it this way, child of God, and I'll move on. You've got to know what, who you are and whose you are. See, early on, I started learning who I was. My first 10 or more years of ministry, I tried to live in a glass box bubble kind of something, trying to be something that you think the people want you to be. But then if you're not careful, you will be so heavily minded that you're no earthly good. What does that mean? That means you become heavily high minded that you're so uppity that you don't even know how to testify. You, you become so super spiritual that you lose your family. You become so deep in the word. And, well, I know what I'm talking about. I was with a brother in North Carolina years and years and years ago. Devout Christian. Let me digress for a quick second. He studied three, four, five hours a night. He was very pristine in his dress. He did everything by the numbers. He did everything by the book. But he was so spiritual. He couldn't even watch TV with his family. He was so deep in the Lord that he lost his wife and his children because he was so spiritual, didn't realize that they was watching his every move. He got so super spiritual that he lost his relationship with his wife and his children. Don't let that be you. God already know your flaws. God already knew who you are. God made you. He's allowed you to be who you are. Why you want to perpetrate that you're something that you may not be? God already know what you're going to do before you do it. He already know what you're going to say before you say it. He already knows what you're thinking before you think it, because that's what makes him God. I'm not present. I'm not potent, all knowledgeable, all powerful. See, when you learn to realize who God is, capital G, reigner, ruler, supreme, then you are foundationally on your way to having spiritual success. Amen.
Let me move on this morning. So the, the, the topic in the form of a question, victim or victor, which one are you? You ain't got to answer to me. And if you could, if you was in a, in, in a room with me, you could then speak out and raise your hand and I could look out into the crowd and I can see because I can see when I used to be out in the public venue, I could see oftentimes when the light bulb came on. I mean, as I'm scouring the crowd, as God is giving his word, you're looking through and then you can tell when somebody gets it, not because I'm asking you to say amen, not because I'm saying I wish I had a witness. I'm saying because when you put forth this word, you don't have to ever ask anyone anybody to just pump you up or make you some, have a cheerleader. But when you put this gospel out in the public, God said his word goes out and never returns to him void. What does that mean? It will set forth and accomplish everything that God intends for it to do. Let me drop this in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. Here's the awesomeness of God. That God can take one person, he can frame a passage of scripture or a word or a verse, and it can speak to multiple people of various age groups, ethnicities, denominations. That's how awesome God is. A podcast could reach a thousand people that one person couldn't reach by him or herself. That's how awesome God is. So are you a victim? I hope it registers as you're listening to the podcast. Or are you a victor? Amen. Think about what you go through. Think about instances in your life. Think about when you face with uncertain challenges or pop-up problems. Hello, Holy Ghost. I'm talking about a problem that came out of nowhere. And, and uh, trust me, I'm talking about what I know. You, you do your best. And one of the things that Ty and I, we would say, we're just trying to stay in our lane. Mind our business, do what thus say the Lord, do our job to meet our obligations, pay our bills, bless our children, bless our grandchildren, thank you, Lord, in that regard. And yet the enemy still comes. Why? Because you are spiritual target, child of God. What makes you think that you you following somebody like a Joel Osteen who never gives you biblical balance, who always wants to make it seem like you will never have a difficult day, that every story is a great uh, uh, storyline that you tiptoeing through the tulips and you never have a rough day? Let me drop some in your spirit, child of God. We in the army of the living God and in the army, we're going to stay in battle. You got to have a made up mind. Amen. To know that you are a victor and not a victim. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. So here's what I was doing as I went through roughly this morning. And God said, and, and you've heard me say that Webster said, but this morning I look in Oxford. The Oxford language says it this way. The definition of a victim is a person who is tricked or duped. But a victor is a person who defeats an enemy or an opponent in a battle, game, or other competition. You can define whatever your scenario is. You can write your storyline. It's your story. You can tell it however you want to. But I'm telling you, the, def the, the definition of a victor equals to also being a winner a champion, a conqueror, a hero, or a medalist if you were going through some type of competition. I believe that we're in the competition of our lives fighting against an enemy that you cannot see but you can definitely experience. It's called spiritual warfare. 
In spiritual warfare, if you are a believer and you believe that a third of the angels got kicked out of heaven because they chose to listen to Lucifer, son of the morning, hello, Holy Ghost, and he tried to overthrow God's position and God is a jealous God and God said there'll be no other God other than him. You have to be a believer that God is. Now, like I said before, and I'll go on record, if you don't believe nothing the Bible says, if you don't believe as a believer, none of this is applicable to you. But if you said you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you believe in and you're learning to walk with God, you're studying in accordance to 2 Timothy 2.15, which says, study to show thyself approved unto God, not man. Uh, uh, amen. To study the show of who under God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. If you the person who's doing what Matthew 6 and 33 says, but 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 seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And verses 30, 31 up will say everything you need, God knows. You ain't got to beg, borrow, or steal. God's got all your provisions made. Because if you also a believer that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, you believe that you will never be a seed that'll go hungry or beg bread. Now, he may not come all the time when you think he should come, but he will come right when it's needed. Amen. So here we are. Here's a couple of things. God gave me three analogies to give you, and then we will stop this morning. And I pray that I'm helping somebody along the way. Are you a victim or a victor? Which one are you? Well, the first thing is, in order to be a victor, you must be born again. If you don't believe none of this Bible is real, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you don't believe that God raised Jesus from the dead in the third day and that he has all power. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ went down into the earth to retrieve the keys from hell, death, and the grave, I get it. None of this is applicable to you. I get it. If you just one of those, uh, Christmas, Mother Day, and Easter kind of Christians, if you're just a trifecta of a believer that you only go two or three times or you really don't study, you don't look at a Bible, you don't read a daily bread, you don't look at the Bible app on your phone, when you studying on TikTok or on YouTube, you never come across a Bible verse, I get it. If that's you, this don't apply to you, but this does apply to any and everybody who wants to grow in the biblical knowledge of God. This does apply to any one of you that believe that God is your Lord, your Savior, and your all in all. Even with your nasty self, you stand and believe that God, the Bible says, all has sinned and come short of the glory of God. If it had not been for Jesus dying on the cross, you and I would have not have a right to the tree of spiritual life. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. So the first thing is to be a victim. Then you can determine. I'm talking to victors right now. But then if you're a victim, I'll get to that as well. If you're a victor, you got to secondly, you got to walk in a now faith. Well, what am I saying, preacher? You got to believe it this way. If you're going to be a victor and not a victim, Hebrews 11 and 1 says this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Slide down to verse six, and he says it this way. But without faith, 
it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You go back and read all of Hebrews chapter 11. It's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the archive of faith for those that walk with God. So the first thing is you must be born again. All of this is applicable. The second thing is, is you, you got to walk in a now faith. You can't, you can't believe that, that God ain't going to never do it. You've got to make up in your spiritual mind that you stand on the promises of God. And the promises of God are yea and in him, amen. See, you, you have a tendency of wanting to believe a human being, a man, because you can see that man. See, that's what faith is. You've got to believe in God whom you have not seen, Thomas, spiritual Peter. You've got to believe by his word. Let me close out with this. Here's the last point. And I'll get into the word again. This is what he says. If you, if you go to first John chapter five, when, when we're talking about overcoming for whatsoever is born of, of God, capital G overcometh the world. The world is not your friend. People that believe in the world ain't never purpose to be a blessing to your life. The people in this world don't decide to make sure that you're fed, that you're clothed, that you're healed when you're sick, that you're picked up when you're down, when you're broken, you become mended. The world could give two, two coins about you. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I just read from Hebrews 11. Even your faith, you've got to decide in your mind, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to stand and believe that God is. And I put semicolon, it's not a hard pause, but a semicolon. When you stand to believe that God is, you can finish with whatever God is, whatever your situation is. You can, you can say that God is your bridge, what? Over troubled water. Trouble's been in your life for the last 60 days, but yet you've got to make up in your mind that I can walk over my situation. I can walk over my difficulty because my God is a bridge over troubled water. You can also make up in your mind that God is your food in a hungry land. You you know that God's got food in your refrigerator. You've got food in your cupboard, but I'm talking about the kind of food that don't perish. I'm talking about the kind of the food that'll make you stand in the midst of life's war. I'm talking about the kind of food that will give you the kind of nourishment and give you the kind of pep in your step and the ounce in your bounce that you can stand in the midst of difficult days. I'm sitting here looking in here. Here's what he said to me, I'm, and, and I'm almost done this morning. When I looked at this word, it just leaped out at the page, amen, like, like, like money falling from heaven. It's like manna from all high. It's like God providing quail to the children of Israel. That was could have taken 11 days, but, but you knew what they did because of their disobedience. They took over 40 years. Is that you? God's been trying to tell you to get you out, but you so stuck on what somebody else said. Them preachers will tell you, look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor to say, don't look to me and try to tell me anything. I want to do what Jesus did for it is written, devil. Get thee behind me, Satan. Why? You mean me no good. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Verse five says it this way, and I'm going to conclude here in just a second. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus Christ is the son of God? You've got to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. 
You, you can't be wishy-washy with the word. You can't be waving every time I say something different. If you don't go back, you need to verify what, what thus say the Lord. When people say they got a word from God, if they consider themselves a prophet or a prophetess, the female version, if it never comes to pass, they are a false prophet, child of God. This is he that came by water and by blood. That's what happens when a woman gives birth. You've got to understand that even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but what? By water and blood when he was born from Mary, but then he hung, bled, and died, and the blood came streaming down. And it is the Spirit, capital S, read it for yourself, that bears witness because the Spirit is truth. Jesus said, it's expedient that I go away. If I don't go, he will not come. But when he, the Holy Spirit comes, he will lead you, guide you, and teach you in all truth. The Holy Spirit is an acceptance in the inner man inside yourself. Hey, help us, Holy Ghost. Here's what it says here in conclusion. And this is my last point. For there are three that bear record, remember that word, in heaven. The Father, the Word, John said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word dwelt among us, talking to the disciples. That Word was Jesus. And the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So if anybody tell you the three are not one, they're a liar and the truth ain't in them. If they come preaching any other gospel, let them be accursed. I'm coming to tell you that this unadulterated and unfiltered truth will do something to your soul if you will believe. Now, I close this morning by saying it this way. Let me repeat the, repeat the first two and I'll close with the third one. The first thing of being a victor and not a victim, you must be born again. You must be born again and believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. The second thing is you've got to walk in and now faith. You've got to shake the dust off your feet. You've got to tell all your haters to take a bleep bleep seat and you've got to believe God now. You've got to believe God now for what's coming tomorrow. You've got to believe God now in the book of James. There was a man, there was two men, by the way, that said they were going to a city to buy, sell, and get gain. But the author says, if it be the Lord's will, you got to understand something. You can plan by yourself, but I guarantee you, child of God, your plan will fail. But if the Lord sets a foundation, if God sets the plan, you will be a victor and not a victim. I close this morning by saying it this way. And the third thing is this, you have to to believe the record. What record, preacher? This is what he said. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three that bear witness in earth, the spirit, and the water, and the blood, these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his son. He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. He that believeth not God have made him a liar. So when somebody tell you they don't believe in God, they're a liar and everything else that comes out of their mouth. Because he that believeth not the record that God gave his son. And this is the record 
that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his son. What am I trying to tell you in conclusion? You've got to not only believe and be born again in Jesus, you've got to walk in a now faith, and lastly, you have to believe the record. You've got to believe what? That God's going to do it. You've got to believe when you're hungry, God will feed you. You've got to believe when God says, if you're naked, he'll clothe you. If, you. if you're a believer in God, God will turn your mess into a miracle. If you're a believer in God, God will turn your midnight into midday. God can take your tragedy and make it triumphal. If you believe that God, God is, the Bible says, as I close, that God is able to do abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I'm talking to somebody this morning who's had a difficult day yesterday. I'm talking to somebody who's been lied to all week. I'm talking to somebody who's been wondering how you're going to meet your mess, how you're going to get your miracle made, how you're going to realize because you got more month than money. I'm talking to somebody who's been looking around and ain't anybody there to encourage you. But I'm telling you, you've got to stir up the gift of God inside of yourself and you've got to believe that I'm a victor and not a victim. I close this morning by saying God is trying to make believers, not beggars. Are you a winner or are you a whiner? You've got to believe that God is your all in all. You've got to believe that God and God said it, that settles it. You've got to stand on this truth. God's going to do it for you. Now, I'm asking you now, as we conclude this Sunday morning, can you believe that you are a victor, a person who will defeat an enemy? You are a winner in the battle of your opponent. Can you believe that you are a winner, a champion, a conqueror? Can you believe that you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus? Or will you take the opposite ends of clothes? Are you a whiner? Are you one who will never win? Are you one who's broke, busted, and can't be trusted? Are you one that's always wondering? Are you the one that's looking around and you're coveting your neighbor's house? You're jealous of that paper tag. Are you the one? Are you going to be the one that get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because you said that you gave your money, you sold your seed, you was there when they opened, you was there when they closed. Every time the preacher was there, you sold a seed because you believed believe in his word and yet get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because the word says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. I didn't know you back when you was testifying in Baptist training unit. I didn't know you when you testified in Sunday school. I didn't know you when you was at Wednesday night Bible study, repeating a line, telling lies. But you, the one who told the truth, the one who who says that people say you last, but God said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Are you the one that's going to look across and stick your finger in the pool to part, to cool their parched tongue because they've been liars from the beginning? Are you a victim or are you a victor? I choose victory. I believe that God's going to do it. I got victory in Jesus. Let's close this morning's podcast with a prayer. Heavenly Father, there's an older song. There's many songs. But God, I'm believing you for victory. Somebody needs a win, God. 
Somebody right now been struggling. Somebody's tired. Their body's weary. They're, they're, they've been getting headaches, dear God. Somebody's feeling broken. Somebody's bruised. Somebody's Life has not been good and they need a change, God. I, I'm speaking, God, that somebody can get on their knees and look towards heaven and get their deliverance. I'm asking you today in the name of Jesus to make them a victor and not a victim. Bless somebody under the sound of my voice with this Triple C podcast. And dear God, we thank you and we'll be so ever careful how we utilize the power of your name. Bless somebody today in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There's just a little something that God shared me. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I'm believing he's going to do it. I don't know the you that got talking to. I don't know the day nor the hour. I don't know what's going on, but God says this. You got to believe that God can do it. When you walk your property line, when you're on your way to work, when you're sitting with your headphones on, you got to say this. Hallelujah. You sit at the middle in the midst of your midnight madness and you wondering how you're going to make it through. You can't sleep at night and you're wondering what's going to happen. When is it going to get relieved? When is it going to change? God said, this is what the songwriter said. That's what he's going to do. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody's been crying every day. You've been struggling, you've been straining, your mama's gone, your big mama gone, your papa gone, your daddy done died, and you wonder. God said, this is what the somebody said. You got to believe that God is bigger than whatever situation that you're going through. You got to understand that God is a miracle worker. I'm looking for some radical. No matter what, don't you quit. Don't you give up. You trust God. Fighting, child. Keep fighting, child. Keep fighting, child. Michael, 